I'm Taylor Strecker, and this is Younger Uncovered, a podcast dedicated to all things younger. In this episode, we are traveling from Brooklyn to Staten Island and recapping the romp through the boroughs that was last night's episode of Younger. Episode 510, Girls on the Side. Uh, my special guest today, Ain't Nobody Side Piece. Uh. Uh-huh. Uh, the one and only Nico Tortorella. Hello, Nico. Girls on the Side. They always come up with the funniest little names. Very for clever. Show. Slash like girls main course on the side the whole meal let's be honest (laughs) (laughs) oh nico this is gonna be fun this is gonna be great so what do you think about this podcast dedicated to all things younger i'm for it i think trans media is so important these days we can't just live on one platform Uh -uh. you know and come on podcast i'm here for it so in this episode josh reopens the new and improved inkberg Mm. it looks great by the way it does doesn't it thanks congrats i'm really excited about it so uh, Kelsey mentions that Josh is basically showing he's all grown up with this maneuver, yeah. if you will. Mm-hmm. So how do you think Josh has evolved in the last five seasons? Ooh. I know, great question, right? Wow. Well, I think that Josh has, for the longest time, put his emotional success on somebody else. And he relies on a love interest to supply his happiness. And... Now that he's married, I think things are starting to change for him. He's starting to do the work on himself uh, because he has to, given the circumstance, given his wife slash ex-wife slash we don't really know what's going on because she's just gone. But, I mean, he made a massive commitment to Claire and it didn't work out. Or it's not working out right this second. And so he has to do the work on himself. And I think that, like... You know, Josh's ability to love other people depends on his ability to love himself. Well, that's all of our abilities, right? Come on, come on, RuPaul. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I think that he's starting to take care of himself a little bit more. And that is, um, you know, you can see that in him making this commitment on the uh, tattoo shop. It's very relatable. I feel like I struggle with that. It's like the idea of loving yourself first, very important, but sometimes it's just easier to love other people. Do you want to talk about it? (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) Do Do you relate to that part of Josh? Or not, not at all. I mean, I understand it. I think that Josh is a watered down version of me in a lot of ways. But yeah, I mean, I think that Josh's heart, his 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 ability to actually love, um, yeah, I, I absolutely relate to. God, he loves so hard and one hundred and ten thousand percent in. Yeah, but he's forgetting about himself. He's got to put himself first. Yeah. Well, Josh, we all do. We all do. It yeah. is. You can't get your own oxygen mask on, right? If you're too busy helping somebody else, you got to put that on first, and yeah. then you can help everybody you're gonna else. You're going to treat everyone in your life the exact same way that you treat yourself. Oh God, everyone's going to run away from me now. <laughs> 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 so Josh thanks Liza in his speech at the mm-hmm. opening party. Um, Darren has said that Liza was reborn when she met Josh, which I totally agree with. Uh, uh, what do you think Josh got out of their relationship? Why is Bes- Liza so important Besides the to sex. Him? Besides the sex. Or that could be the answer. <laughs> no, I think Josh got maturity. Josh got, uh, I think Josh is, I'm just going to keep saying Josh and Josh and Josh over and over again. <laughs> no, um, I think Josh is used to like running around with millennial trade, you know, and he thought that that's what was happening with lies in the beginning um, in one way or another, but uh, knew that there was something different about her. And then when, when the secret was revealed to him, it just made total sense. And I think I've spent so much time in my life with lovers that are older than 
than me. And it really just puts things into perspective on like where we come from and where we're going. Well, speaking of lovers and older lovers at that, we got to talk about Caitlin's love interest on this episode. Psh, Greg. Pro- Professor Capri Pence. Hi, Greg. <laughs> Greg. That's his name. Greg. First of all, the actor that played him was so sweet. So like I felt bad for being <laughs> such a dick to him. But like, ugh. Right? But here's the question. Josh is all, shut it down to Liza. Because you feel kind of a a parental role over Caitlyn. I'm like, come on. I'm like stepdad. Yeah. Yeah, in so many ways. Yeah. um, He's a creeper. He is a creeper. But this is the question I have for you. And it was a question I had while watching the episode. And good luck with this one because it's a biggie. But it's like, why is it okay for Liza to date a younger guy, but it's not okay for Caitlyn to date an older guy? Well, given... Caitlin's circumstance Mm -hmm. of her age and the student-professor relationship, it changes the dynamic. It's a completely different playing field. You mentioned dating somebody older than you, Mm -hmm. but you said many times. So you've dated a couple people? Yeah. Do you prefer to date older people? I mean, it's not even just dating. I think so many of my platonic relationships have been Mm. with people that are a lot older than me. There's a wisdom that comes with age that you can't compete with. Yeah. You have a lot of real life tattoos, real life ones, but Mm -hmm. you also actually, you get more to play Josh. I do less and less with each season as we go on. Is it because you get more and more? Because I keep doing more (laughs) tattoos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite Josh tattoo? Um... I mean, just because it's so ridiculous, the dolphin that swim into my juha. <laughs> <laughs> now here's the follow-up question. Would you ever consider getting that in real life because you love it so much? Absolutely not. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> no. Oh my God, no. Maybe. Let's go get it. Matching ones after this. Oh my God, totally. Matching but don't tell my has. mom. Don't tell my mom. She gets so mad at me. My mom me. still gets mad at tattoos. Stop it. Yeah. When was your first one? She took me to get it when I was 15. Nuh-uh. Yeah. And because you had to have a parent go with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And But she went kicking and screaming. Well, she was okay. I mean, it took a little convincing. Everyone in my family, all my older cousins, got their first tattoo when they were 15. So it was like tradition. So my mom and my aunt brought me to go get my first tattoo. And my aunt actually got her first tattoo when I was getting mine done. But I like went with my older cousins when they got their first ones. And like they maybe like held my hand because they were freaking out a little bit, which is just adorable to think back about. Like my older like butch dude, like Italian bro cousins, like (laughs) squeezing a 12 year old's hand while getting a tattoo. I love you, Kevin. Um, But it's just part of the family. But it's also like part of the family to like bitch about everything, you know? So as I kept getting (laughs) tattoos, there was always another thing to complain about. What was the number that your mom was like, enough? Well, when I was shooting Scream 4, we went to Lollapalooza in Chicago. We were shooting in Michigan. And we were at Lollapalooza and it was like David Arquette and me and like a bunch of other folk. And we all got tattoos at the Hard Rock Hotel. And my mom like came into the city to meet us because I grew up in Chicago. And she saw that I got my brother's name tattooed on my arm. And for some reason, like that was the tattoo she got so (laughs) mad about. She literally chased me around the Hard Rock Hotel (laughs) screaming while David Arquette was like laughing, taking pictures. (laughs) Classic, classic. And and what number was she like, I give? Get it? Well, Just keep doing it. I mean, yeah, at this point, now that I have like the statue of David tattooed on my arm with a dick, you know, it's like, <laughs> what, like what is she going to say? Do you know how many? Like exact? Or do you lose count after a while? Yeah. Well, you know, because like the sleeve, is that one tattoo or is it five? And like I have a giant back piece. Like I don't know if that's like two or six. Like I don't know. Damn. 
Now I want one. Do it. I'll only get one if you come with me. No, but honestly, if you haven't gotten any now, don't start. No, why? Explain that theory. Because it's, I mean, I'm an addict. So like, I mean, it's the most intense addiction I've ever had. I've heard that from people who have tattoos. It's like you get one and it just can't stop. It's just like never enough, but like way too many all at the same time. You know? Well, I love every last one of yours. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in this episode, we'll get off tattoos for a second. Uh, Liza tells Josh that she's been secretly dating Charles. Um, and you get, well, not you, but Josh gets pretty heated. Oh, I got pissed too. Ooh, okay. So let's first talk about Josh's reaction and then we'll talk about Nico's reaction. Or are they the same? Um, They're a little bit different. Okay. I think Josh's reaction is totally called for because it's a lie. If they're as good of friends as they both think that they are, then it should have been an open conversation. I had an interpretation that Josh was upset because, like, he was still holding out hope. Yes. Josh will always be in love with Liza, for sure. And Liza will always be in love with Josh. Yeah. That doesn't go away. I'm a firm believer that, like, once you build that bridge between two people that runs so deep, it never burns down. No, it doesn't. No matter what. When it's love, love. Yeah, yeah. When it's real love. Which is subjective, but next. Um, yeah, I mean, I just think Liza is like being shady, as she always kind of is. Shady Liza. Yeah, shady Liza. If it had been anyone other than Charles, though, do you think he would have reacted, Josh would have reacted differently? If it had been going on for months and, and, he didn't know and she didn't ever say anything to him, then yeah. Okay, so what's Nico's reaction? You said it was a little different than Josh's. I think that instead of being like, fuck you, I'm walking away, I would have been more protective of the situation. Protective of her, like making sure that she was okay and she was making the right decisions instead of being like, you always lie about everything. Nobody knows who you are. I'm going to walk away. Like, it's just a little catty. I would have been more like, okay, let's talk about this. Like, how are you feeling? Um, And are you sure this is like the right decision? And like, do I need to go talk to him? Like as a friend, you wouldn't have stormed off brat style. I just would have been more like empathic in the situation. Yeah. I would have like shown more love to her. Was that scene with Liza an emotional one for you and um, Sutton? Because I know you guys, you struggle with this yeah, in a good I, way. Yeah. You know, I mean, Sutton and I have been doing these types of scenes for five seasons now. There's always a couple of season where we like go at each other and it yeah. gets really emotional. And honestly, they're my favorite scenes to shoot. Because? Because as an actor, that's what you look for. Nico, you shine. You know? Really. We you were just for the watching upstairs again. Uh, that's this really? particular scene. I had to rewatch it just because it was so powerful. Really? And I wanted to absorb it all. And we, I think we were both crying upstairs. The way you emote is just, how do you tap into that? Is that just talent? Well, first of all, I cry every day in my real life. Oh my God. How many times a day? Me too. Like a few. <laughs> Yeah. It's healthy. Like, even if it's just, like, one tear or, like, a choke up, like, I love crying so much. I, like, may rather cry than orgasm. <laughs> I love There's a you. whole poem in my poetry book all about that. <laughs> How do you induce crying? Because sometimes you have to induce oh, it. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, it's, it just happens. It just happens. Free flowing. I can watch a fucking commercial and cry. Well, I was going to say, sometimes I watch puppy commercials yeah, and well, I won't need to cry. Yeah, that is a whole... If, if you're not crying during a puppy commercial, like, therapy is for you. Clearly <laughs> therapy is for us as well. Yeah, well, come on Because you get now. to cry. But it, it's cleansing, you know? It's the most, like... Ugh, it's just so beautiful. It's so good. So when those scenes come up, it's like, that's my like natural habitat. But honestly. is it hard? Because I know you just love each other so much and so much mutual respect. So when you're in this weird place with your characters, how long does it take to shake that? Uh, it doesn't take that long to shake it. But Sutton and I have a hard time looking at each other in the eyes before we shoot that stuff because we'll start to lose it. I love that. And you guys and have had that. It's just so incredible to work with that it's like... 
It's so real. Um, the magic that the audience sees every single week watching the show is the exact same magic that we share and create when we're with each other every day. You know, Sutton and I together is magic. When you go back and you get to watch the scenes, does it translate to you watching it? Yeah, for sure. Sometimes. It really is spectacular. So good. Well, okay, so, and also in this episode, we see that Josh gets his Liza dragon tattooed, covered. It's starting to get covered. What that mean? Funny story about That's this, my question. Actually, the statue of David that I got tattooed is in the exact place where the dragon was tattooed in season two. Dum, dum, dum. So, so we were shooting the beginning of the season without putting the dragon tattoo on because there was no oh, room for it. No. Yes. And I... I can't remember I was like shirtless or I was in like a tank top like halfway through the season and one of the writer comes over and he was like, Nico, where's the dragon tattoo? And I was like, uh, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I think that that inspired part of this storyline to get it covered up. So, wait, so how are you shooting those scenes? Oh, we found a place for it. We just moved it a little bit. You just bit. moved it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we moved a little bit. If, like, anyone wants to go back and track Josh's tattoos, I'm gonna... they are wildly flawed. Wait, <laughs> where do I start and where do I end oh, to find first it? First episode, last episode. <laughs> oh, my God, really? Oh, my God. They're just oh jumping my... around all They're the time? all over the place. It's like Moana style. My full Moana. <laughs> oh, my God. Josh is Dwayne Johnson. Uh, we knew it. We <laughs> <laughs> knew it. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. So Liza also in this episode gets very jealous when she sees Charles cavorting about uh, with Millennial's newest lady author in Sun Valley on Instagram. Mm. Let's talk social media. So do you think social media has too much influence in our relationships and dating? Watching this, I was like so relating to Liza's jealousy and I would have been way more crack crack. Yeah, I mean, I get it, right? Um, social media can be a weapon. Mm-hmm. But and it people can use also it like be a medicine. And we have to remember with social media that, like, we think that we know everything about people through social media, but people are only showing you what they want you to see. So, like, in one way or another, like, if that girl is posting a picture of Charles, does she want Liza to see it? But also, like, I don't know. They're just in a picture together. And, like, she's been lying to Charles for how long? And he, like, may have lied a little bit. I don't know. Also, I have to ask, what's your favorite platform when it comes to social media and, mm -hmm. and, and spying on people? Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram. Instagram. All the way. Instagram. Yeah. Is Instagram your absolute favorite? Oh, I've never had Facebook, so I don't know. Is there about, a reason for that? I don't know about that. Uh, no, I just think, like, I missed the boat in the beginning. And then, like, it was just whatever and i i was late to the game on instagram and twitter too i i had a twitter first like when i was 20 and i was doing a lot of drunk tweeting but like pros like i was like i was like tweeting like nouveau poetry at like four <laughs> o'clock in the morning <laughs> that like honestly if it still existed would be really amazing can we, can we find oh no it's completely deleted <laughs> um but so i deleted that account and then i got onto instagram uh late in the game yeah but I, I love it so much. It's it's just a journal for me. What's your favorite part of it? Yeah, you treat it like a journal? Yeah, it's my journal. I can go back and like see where I was. I love like going back like five years on this day, I was doing this. But also just to like track my people, my tribe through Instagram is so amazing. I know. I was just thinking like, do you go back and do you like ever delete things? So I got a divorce. Mm. I went back and deleted like a lot of stuff. But there are some pictures of my ex-husband I just didn't want to delete. It was a part of my life. Is that strange to not delete that? Is that like... I mean... A few people that I have dated have gone back and deleted every picture of me on their no. Instagrams. Yes. Wow. 
How did that feel? More sad for them yeah, than sad for me. They're in a bad place yeah. if, if, if that's going on. I haven't always been the greatest to people, but I'm trying to be better. Honey, you're a work in progress. We all are. We all you are. Know? And I think that that's what needs to be celebrated more. Human flaw is real. Yeah. Evolution is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think that forgiveness is everything. It really is everything. The second you start forgiving everyone in your life, freedom. As long as people say they're sorry. Even if they don't. I don't know how to do that. Ugh. That's where I that's where I struggle. I'm not Jesus. That's not on them though. If Ugh. they if they don't even understand that they fucked up and if you can find forgiveness for that person, oh my god. And that's not Jesus. That's human. That's that's higher level. That's humanity, higher though. level consciousness. That's where we all should be working towards. I'm gonna make you be my guru. We taking you to church, fam. <laughs> we are taking you to church, younger church. So Liza confronts Charles about their relationship being a secret after she gives, of course, her daughter Caitlin this whole speech about you deserve better. She's yeah. like, oh hello, Eureka, Epiphany, I deserve more. Um, and so she puts them on hold. This feels very Josh circa season two, putting Liza on hold for the same reason. What do you think about it? That move, you think it's important, crucial? Yeah, she's putting herself first. I, you know, I mean, this whole Team Josh, Team Charles for five seasons, like I understand it's a, an amazing device for the show, but like Team Liza, come on, Team Liza. It's so true. Team Liza, Team Liza, Team Liza. And then Team Josh again. Well, That's just me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, team Josh for Josh. Team Josh for Josh and, and Liza. And Team Charles for Charles. And always Team like, Charles come on, for Charles. Charles yes. is a mess. Let's really talk <laughs> about that. I talk about Josh being a mess all the time, Liza being a mess, but Charles, really? Break it down. Ugh. I need to see this because I just see him as a person living in a brownstone, and so automatically he wins. So troubled. Deeply, deeply troubled, that man. And Peter Herman is like one of my favorite people on the planet. But Charles, ugh. What are the top three things he needs to fix? <sighs> I don't even know who he is, like, really. Like, who is Charles? And what does he want? And it's, like, not about what he looks like, right? Because, like, let's be honest, we can all agree on Peter Herman. He's a beautiful, beautiful man. Yes. Yes. But, like, he's no more troubled than... It's almost like he's still living what his family always wanted of him. Like, he Mm. never was able to break out of, like, what does Charles want? Right. Is he a dad? Is he an ex-husband? Is he, like, husband? Is he a boss? Like, Does he even like books? Yeah. These are the questions I want to know the answers to. (laughs) Okay, so she's putting things on pause because it's a secret relationship. I mean, secret relationships are no uh, new thing in the younger series. Mm. You and Liza had one for what? Two seasons? Yeah. Yeah. Is a secret relationship not even a real relationship? I don't know. I think it's that's so subjective. I think it's so relative to the circumstance and who the two people are and who they're keeping it from. But like at the end of the day, I'm way more interested in how the two or more people in a relationship are identifying it for themselves and each other rather than how other people are identifying it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also in this season, we talk about this idea of like um, being in a bubble and like having your own secret. And that's like actually good for a relationship. And I kind of, I took a second, thought about my relationship now. And I'm like, you know what we do? Like we have a relationship. I mean, our public personas and in front of our friends and family. But when we're just the two of us alone, it's a different type of love. It's like our own love. Also like, I have a very public relationship yes. that people talk about all over the place, mm-hmm. right? But even still, like when we're together alone in our own space and like our own rituals and ceremonies that we conduct every single day, like nobody knows about those. And that's our bubble, yeah. But I think it just depends on on the people and what they want and what they're looking for. Have you ever been in a relationship that was secret in real life? Yes. And were you the one who wanted the secret or were you the one who was the secret or was it both? I can't really even talk about it, honestly. Because hmm. emotionally. And 
other things. I see where you're going with mm-hmm. that. Vault. Yeah. Yeah. I found myself in a relationship where I felt like I made somebody a secret. Watching this scene between Liza and Charles, I felt like, oh, God, I've been the Charles. Hmm. The show really makes you think about your own life. Yeah. And also in this episode, Diana has an awesome storyline, and she butts heads with uh, her boyfriend, Enzo's mom. Hmm. And Enzo is like a major mama's boy. So hmm. I want to talk about mama's boys. What do we think about mama's boys? We're talking to one right now. <laughs> a. I um, might have known that. And like Enzo, like could be a cousin of mine and Enzo's mom like could be my grandma like to a T um so I'm all for it yeah I mean I understand it it's just part of my culture you are know? you guys wait is eel pasta or pastita or whatever is that a real thing I mean I've heard of it like more in in other families than mine specifically but yeah that was a rough scene I felt bad for Miriam having to touch that yeah <sighs> I mean, eels can be delicious, right? Real, well, yeah, it's sushi, I just sushi don't, style. I just don't fuck with, like, killing live animals. No. That's just not my, my no. gig. Nico, I love you I so love much. I love you, too. Oh, honey. <laughs> please come back and play with me all the time. Absolutely. I'll come back. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Nico, yeah. hey, for recapping this episode with me. I'll be right back here after next week's new episode of Younger to break it all down. I'm Taylor Strecker, and this is Younger Uncovered. Dun, dun, dun. Ha, 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 ha.